Hey guys, in today's video, I want to talk about the 10 things I wish I would have known when I started a marketing agency. My name is Josh Andrew, and I create content starting in creative and ministry and leadership, social media, marketing, all of it. The reality is I started a marketing agency about seven years ago, been in the marketing space for about 10 years, creating content and giving advice and recommendations and strategy calls and all of the above. But I started a marketing agency in college and I really had no intention of starting one. I loved making content myself. My platform was growing like crazy. And some people that I knew who owned businesses started reaching out to me asking, hey, do you mind making some content for us? Or do you mind helping us grow your social media like you're doing for yourself? And that's kind of how my journey started of running a business all the way to the point of I had 19 employees. We had three office spaces across the country working and servicing with about 100 to 120 different clients over the course of our journey. And in about four years, I got an offer to be able to just be an advisor or a strategist with about 150 different businesses. And then now I'm a creative director and working with other businesses on their marketing strategy, business strategy, and all that. So all that to say, I want to recommend 10 different things that I wish I would have known when I started because I would have excelled so much greater. Jumping into number one, know who you're trying to reach. You need to know who you're trying to reach. And we always say this, right, in the marketing space, you need to define your niche need to find your vertical and run in that space. But the reality is that is exactly how you're going to win. I never defined my niche and I never had a vertical. I targeted everybody and anybody because I was money hungry and I was, I was broke and I needed it. I understand that. But the reality is I did not do my due diligence of finding out who I was trying to target and who I could benefit the most. So when you're right in that beginning journey, or maybe you're two years in and you're getting flustered because you're not acquiring more business, I would recommend to you that you need to define your niche, define who you're trying to reach out to. Get something you're actually passionate about. I would always recommend that. Do something that you absolutely love, that you already are adding value to regardless of money or not coming in. Find that niche and dominate that. Or to research the key problems that they are struggling with. I did not do enough research or discovery with all of my clients. I would have had a higher conversion rate of sales if I would have just asked more questions. And even before you meet with them, research the potential problems in that specific niche or vertical. Maybe it's gyms and there's certain things that you know that they're going to be struggling with because it's a, it's a general struggle throughout the whole niche or whole vertical. Do your research and do your discovery and take your time with this. Do not be in a hurry to get a sale. Every second you invest in learning and discovering about that business with that business owner or with the gatekeeper, whoever is adding rapport and value to them of saying, hey, wow, these guys really do care about the things that I am struggling with. And we all know that once you can find those key struggles that they have, that is exactly what you need to be able to turn that into a sale. So take your time research and listen to them and ask second and third layer questions. So after they answer, always say, hey, tell me more about blank. Tell me more about the problem when you said this. And you all, we all know in the sales, you need to be gaining agreement. Hey, would you say that this is a problem that you're having right now? We all know that. But the reality is slow down. 
Number three, be insanely specific with your expectations. I wish I would have known this because what ends up happening is business owners get frustrated with you when you don't make the expectation clear or the objective clear or the KPI clear. Every single stage of the sale needs to be very clear and you need to be gaining agreement throughout, like I said earlier. Hey, do you understand this when I said this? Do you understand this is the expectation that this is the amount of posts we're going to be providing every single day or week? The reality is our expectations is going to be able to give them the best experience possible. And you're not going to frustrate people when they understand that and put it all in the contract. Who cares if your contract is 20 pages? It'll do you so much more justice in the long end. When the business owner comes towards you with a frustration, you can always point back to the contract and the clear expectations you guys both walk through. And if you did your discovery properly, you would know that this person is so involved with this as you are, you can actually provide solutions and continue to grow your business at the same time. So make sure your expectations are very clear. And on their end, maybe they have unspoken expectations that you need to communicate yourself say hey is there any unspoken expectation in this contract before we sign it that you think that we should add to this because the reality is clarity is everything when you're working with business owners they have a hundred different things going on they have employees they're building their own business they're putting food on their family's table just as much as you are so making sure you guys are on the same playing field understanding the same assignment the same kpis like i said will go so much farther than just making up stuff Number four, you do cost that much. Do not underpay yourself or undercharge yourself. You are worth so much more than what the person is pushing back for. Your negotiation skills obviously need to be great, but the reality is you are valuable. And the second you start to underpay yourself, you're removing food from your table. And make sure you communicate that to the business owner. Say, hey, next time that you sell roofs, then I'm going to just say that I want $5,000 off my sale. And the confrontation side of it, they should understand, oh, wow, maybe this is as important as it needs to be. And for me to do the best job possible in this space, I will need for you to be able to pay this. And if they can't, that's okay. In six months, maybe their sales are going to be doing much better and they're going to be able to afford you but stop undercharging yourself. It's killing your business. Number five, don't do everything. You don't need to do everything. Your level of scalability and growth in your business will be detrimental if you do everything. You can't be the graphic designer. You can't be the HR. You can't be the salesperson. You can't do it all. The reality is there's so many people who you can hire as subcontractors to do the work. Probably not as great as you. That's okay. They can still do a great job. Uh, and they're going to be able to provide that solution for you to take time back into your calendar, put it back in your calendar, so you can focus on the things that you're super great at, which is, should be sales and experience and vision for your company. So underestimate the power of subcontractors, paying them, giving them more money in their bank account. Obviously, we have Fiverr, we have Upwork, we have other resources that we can hire people across the world to do a great job. So don't do everything. You can't and that's, you could either have two clients and do everything, or you could have a hundred clients and do some things. Number six, a poverty mindset will kill you. That is very aggressive, I understand. But a poverty mindset, a lack of mindset is going to kill you if you're a business owner in the digital marketing space. There's like four point, what, eight billion people on this planet. And every single person has an idea that they potentially could start a business or they could 
run a different whatever. We understand that. The reality is you're thinking about just your town, just your city, all the agencies, all the things. You're saying, man, there's just not enough. The not enough mentality is going to kill you off in the business world because the reality is there is enough. There's enough business. There's enough entrepreneurs who want short-form content created. There's enough businesses who don't have websites. There's more than enough. And if you can understand enough workload for you to be able to provide your family a great future and yourself a great future, then you will continue to have a positive mindset every day. Because there was times in my life or my journey in the business world where I had a lack mindset. I was like, man, I just can't seem to find any businesses. Everybody has a marketer. Everybody, they don't want to charge all, all this stuff when and then. When, when I make more money, then I can hire somebody when, and it's just not the reality. If you are a business owner and you want to succeed in the digital agency in a creative space, you have to have a positive mindset and there's more than enough mindset. Number six, don't be married to methods. A lot of people are continue to be married to methods and married to processes or systems. But the reality is this isn't going to work. We have to be able to pivot as fast or prematurely even in moments to be an early adopter in moments in the creative or marketing space. Think about this. Imagine right now in 2023, you're still trying to download the app Vine. Vine is no longer. It's not even a thing. Maybe you're trying to create content for MySpace. Obviously not going to work. The reality is you need to be able to pivot. You need to be able to see different platforms, be able to do your research and learn in the space of marketing, what is happening and can I be an early adopter? If you were a content creator in 2017 or 2018 with TikTok just coming out, you'd have millions of followers right now and making 10 to 20K a month off of just brand deals alone and making crappy content, but just posting. You have to be an early adopter and not married to methods. The only thing you are married to, obviously if you're a spouse, your spouse. But the reality is married to the message. You're married to your message. You're married to your core values as a company and as a person. Those things don't waver no matter what, no matter the, the systematic changes in the space, in the creative or the digital space. Your message stays the same, but your methods can change how you do things, how your systems, how your contracts. Obviously, AI is a massive thing right now. You need to be able to pivot with it versus stay the same. Because we all know those people who just won't get up to date with the times. And you're like, dude, close the yearbook, right? But in the reality, same thing with business world. Close the yearbook, get over it. What was great then isn't going to be great now. You need to be able to pivot. Your service isn't great. Your marketing isn't going to work. I know you got the best creative solutions in the whole world and everybody needs to hire you for their creative marketing. I understand that. But if their product or service sucks, I said that, if it sucks, you're screwed because what they are selling is the most important value proposition you have in any of your creative pieces of content. Their product or service should be doing so great without advertising, you are only just the plus can't make a bad company okay or good. Your responsibility as a marketer or a creative is to make a good company great. You are the icing on the cake. You are not the cake. The cake is the thing that they are selling. 
whether that be their product or their service. So right from the beginning, like I said, do your research on their brand, on their products, on their services, on their CEO or business owner, understand them and their vision for it. But you cannot sell something if it sucks. It'll be cool and a momentum for about a month and then it'll dry up and your contract will be canceled because they will think, man, this guy's really bad at marketing because our business just isn't growing. Well, your product sucks and we need to figure something else out. So be open with them, be transparent, tell them what you really think. You are an expert. They need you to be able to give them the best recommendation possible. So if their product is great, perfect. If their product or service is bad, move on to somebody else. Number nine, your ability to learn is going to be the trajectory of your future. We all have heard this, but the best leaders are the best learners. The best CEOs are the best learners. The best creatives are the best learners. Nobody should be learning more about AI than you right now. Your responsibility as a business owner is to learn and to grow with the bigger picture. All of the marketers in this space, imagine if we all just took 20 minutes out of our day to read a book, watch a YouTube video, learn about a specific thing of AI or whatever it is in, in your time. This might be in 2035, you're watching this. But the big picture here, you need to be able to learn and grow, not just about marketing things, about all things, about yourself, about relationships, about friendships, about influence, about connections, about networking, you name it, you should be learning about it. But I want to recommend to you, focus on your retention rate of the information you're bringing in. Because you might be reading two hours a day, but the lack of retention isn't helping you, you're just wasting your time. So whatever the point of retention is for you, crush that maybe it's one book a year and you just take your whole time of just obsessing over the information and growing with it what a great opportunity to get better right that's our only responsibility is to get one percent better every single day and that's by our disciplines and that's by our learning so be a learner because the best leaders are the best learners and number 10 lastly build scale in your initial design Maybe you're creating a business right now, or you've built a business, but you're thinking through maybe, how do I strategize to make this better? I need to make a new SOP for this. Build, think scale. You should always be thinking scale in your mind. When you're starting a business, think about what would this look like when I have a thousand different businesses we're doing marketing for? Whatever systems you would need to succeed in that, that is what you should be thinking about today. Always have scale in mind because when it comes, it will be too late if you don't plan. You'll understand the successful people already had that vision in mind in the first place because big vision, people live big lives and building a business is hard work. It is not for everybody and you should not feel bad about working a normal job with normal hours, with normal pay and structure because entrepreneurship is not for people who aren't disciplined and don't understand scalability of a specific service. So with these 10 recommendations to you, I just wanna say who you're targeting. If you know how to ask them great questions in that discovery process to give recommendations and have clear expectations and be an obsessive learner you will be the best version of yourself in one year from now if you continue and commit to growth and to clear expectations and knowing your worth when you're thinking through pricing and structuring of those contracts you will succeed and you'll still be rocking it in 2024 or 2087 i don't even know when this video will come out, but you have this 
endless potential to succeed in the marketing space if you continue to learn, grow, and have clear expectations and think scale when thinking about your business. Thank you so much for watching this, guys. Seriously, it means the world to me. I hope that one of these 10 speaks to you and you can take it today. As for you is if you would like and subscribe and maybe share this with your team, maybe share this with a friend who also owns a business or is a content creator. I want to add value to you guys as much as you want. So thank you for watching this.